Welcome to Sunburnt Country Music, interviews with Australian country music artists. My name is Sophie and I have been interviewing Australian country music artists for over a decade and I still love it. I love their stories, I love their insights and I love their music. So I hope you enjoy hearing from them on this podcast. Caitlin Marie is a singer and songwriter from Miles in Queensland who released her debut EP, Different Kind of High, in 2021 and what a lovely EP it was. She now has I love the lovely song out called Let Him Go and I'm excited to talk to her about it. Hello, Caitlin Marie. Hello, how are you? <laughs> I'm very well, thank you. I'm going to jump right into it and say or ask, what is Let Him Go about? Um, okay, so it's originally, I'm going to start from the very beginning actually because it's two sides to this song. Mm. Um, so originally when I went to the Gimpy Master, Song Master, um 2022 so it was Mm -hmm. last year written um it was a song that I wanted to write about a perspective of a friend telling her friend that she um could see this toxic relationship she was in and tried to like tell her she needed to like let it go because this lady's also been in that situation before Mm -hmm. um so that's kind of where the song started but to be honest, I think I half subconsciously wrote it about the relationship I was in at that time that I've just recently separated from probably April this year. Right. Yeah. Um, I think I wrote it to myself. Does that make sense? Oh, I, absolutely. I wanted to write it for someone, but I think I was writing it for me with the mm-hmm. um, Amy and Link. So that was exciting. I think it all um, molded into that um, because I'd been, I have been in a um, like domestic violence, toxic relationship before. Um, and I could see, you know, the red flags in this one after, even though I was in it for eight years, mm-hmm. um, it was kind of like a light bulb moment as well. That went off. That was like, remember all this stuff that's built up to now. I just chose to ignore so much over the years and um, I think that's why it ended up the way it did. But it was mm-hmm. very, it was a very, um, um, like the song itself helped release a lot of that feeling. I, I tend to write a lot of music about my life. Um, mm-hmm. It's so relatable. <laughs> but, and um, I don't know, it just, I, I find it hard to write about subjects that I haven't um, experienced. Well, I think that's perfectly reasonable and I also think it's it's part of the value of art for the artist, which is to to find things out through the creation of the act of creation, right? Like as you said, you, you let some things out while you were writing that song. You may not have been able to move yourself out of that relationship um, without the song in some ways. I mean, it's impossible to know, but it obviously yeah. served a purpose. Yeah, it did. It definitely served the purpose, um, the whole experience, Um of like even just releasing the song, having it finally um, put out into the world was like a um, moment where I was like, ah, there you go. Right. Like, you know, it is what it is type of thing. Um, yeah, it helped a lot. But I um I really loved the song, like writing it with Amy and Link. It took us, there was one line in there, I think it was, um, don't grow. I think that was the line and we sat on that honestly for about an hour and a half. The the rest of the song was written and um, 
we were all starting to get annoyed with the song. <laughs> we were like, we just sat there and I said to them, I said, you know what? Some of the best songs come out of situations like this. So let's stick it out. Like, let's, yeah. And then I'm sure it was Link. He came out and said, what about this? And he blurted it out. And we were like, yes, that's the perfect <laughs> line. So we, then that was it done. But it was, um, yeah, the, the majority of the song just flowed out. And then it was just that one thing we couldn't get to rhyme or make sense and it finally did. It was a really good line. So you're talking about Link Phelps and Amy Ryan and um, so so the, the actual thing you're at was called Song Muster. Is that something where you're, you're placed with other writers, like you don't get to choose who you're writing with? Um, no, um, sometimes you do. Like if you haven't written with someone and you want to write with them, you can um, go and see um, Gavin. He He runs the usually the um like the groups and stuff but it's like at the gimpy song master it's at the um gimpy country music little building there mm-hmm. um and last the year before that we only had about 15 writers but this year it was packed we had like 30 so they were big groups of like five to six people at a time um and like the songs that were written this year, there were some bangers. Like there's really, it's really exciting to see what will probably get released next year out of it actually. Yeah, right. But yeah, um, we have like groups like that. Okay. Uh, and on your EP you wrote songs with Catherine Britt and Melody Moko. So obviously collaborating, co-writing works really well for you. Yeah, I think it's, um, I think it works well for anyone really. Um, just to also have a different perspective in like when you're writing, you know, you you see something this way and someone else might see it that way and you might go, oh, yeah, well, that could be this. So I, I find it really special to write songs with other people, even if you're like, oh, I want to write a song about this for me and my um, experience and stuff and you just tell them what you've got and then you kind of go from there unless you start fresh on a new song. But I think the whole experience, like, you can pick up so many different things from different writers and the way they write things as well. So it's like, to me, it's a whole learning thing along the way of um, also writing a song, if that Mm. makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, Well, it sounds like you approach it in a very open-minded way, not, not like, Oh, I'm going to have to try to protect my ideas or I don't want feedback on my ideas. It's actually, let's take, Let's take these ideas and see what becomes of them in a group. Yeah, it's always better. I think, um, you know, even being in co-writes for someone else, I find, um, you know, I feel privileged to be able to add that little bit extra for someone else that they probably couldn't see too. So I think like co-writing, um, I don't know, if you look at most hit songs, they're written by um, four to five writers. If right. you really have a look at how many writers <laughs> write the hit songs, just scroll down the bottom on Apple Music and see, and it's always four or five people that yeah, write right. ones that just go boom. And I think it's, you know, you have that artistic ability and you have all the artists together. There's got to be something special come out of that, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it certainly worked in your case because all of the songs you've released have been great. But I'm wondering when you first started songwriting, like was it just you alone with a guitar working something out or, or did you start off in a collaborative environment? It's funny. I started off um, just as a cover singer. Right. 
just do cover songs and I'd always wanted to write my own music but I could never um, get anything worth listening to out. Like I was very, um, I don't know, my mind was all over the place when I was younger and I had a lot going on. Um, And then I became, after my, I broke up with my children's father, I um, experienced like a, I don't know, I became a Christian and it Mm -hmm. changed my whole life perspective on a lot of things, Um, not to judge others in certain situations and stuff like that and, you know, forgiveness. And it kind of changed my heart in a way. And I remember one night I was sitting on the couch watching the Vikings. (laughs) This is funny. I was watching the Vikings and it was about 11.30 at night and I'd had enough of not being able to write my songs. And all day I was I was actually praying and asking God if I could write it. Like, help me write a song. I just want to write one. And uh, anyway, I was sitting there and nothing came up during the day. But then in the middle of the Vikings, I remember I was like, I can hear a melody in my head. So I got up and I grabbed my guitar and I sat on the um like doorway there and I just started writing this song and it just came out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. I haven't released it yet and it's funny, everywhere I sing it, um, everyone says to me, what's that song called? Have you got that song out yet? And it's it's pretty like lyrically simple Mm -hmm. but for some reason everyone that I've sang it to asks me to sing it or can they have a copy of it? And right. I'm like, yeah, so it was pretty good. That's how I started. And then um, after being at the academy and going into a co-write with Melody there, mm-hmm. I, went, I wrote um, They Don't Even, oh, Troubled Man. It was called They Don't Even Ask to begin with, but we changed it to Troubled Man mm-hmm. um, about my kids and the situation I was in and stuff like that. And it opened my eyes up to the possibilities of what you do have in here that you can actually get out. Um, That's why I think I like co-writing so much is because it's like the whole experience is a journey and you can just build and mould yourself to be better. And I look at Melody and Catherine and I see how well they write songs and Mm -hmm. I like it inspires me to go, I want to be that good one day. So I think the more people you work with, it's only going to make you better in the end to write. But that's where it started for me. Yeah, right. Just write all the time. So it's good. Well, I was just thinking, you know, about you praying, you know, to to write and that that idea of offering something up really to 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 surrender the act of prayer is basically saying I I can't control this anymore I'm asking I'm asking for help and whether whether one has a religious belief or not that's that's like meditation you're essentially yeah, trying yeah, to that's right. everyone's different everyone has yeah. a different experience um with the world and the universe and the god they believe in and yeah I think to surrender that you know um struggle was just the beginning of something pretty amazing. Yeah. And you said, um, you know, through your faith you learned to forgive and I'm wondering whether that's also something you apply to yourself, like forgiving forgiving yourself for things that have happened that you thought you should have known better, for example, in relationships and and, and also as an artist, I guess, you know, when it can be easy as an artist to think I should have done that differently or I should have known how to do that and I can't. 
Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. It's I I reckon the last twelve months of my life has definitely um, changed me as a person in a better way. Even though it's the most um, heartbreaking thing I've ever been through, mm-hmm. it's it's also been the best thing that I've been through, if that's a weird thing. And um, I think the Christianity's helped me get past it, um, you know, to forgive people for their wrongs, even though, like, sometimes you can't see where you're wrong and stuff like that. Right. Um, and I just think everyone's experience in life is different. So mm-hmm. we shouldn't judge one another, even though this person has done wrong by you. At the end of the day, I don't know exactly what they're going through. It could be because I don't think you ever truly know someone else. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Only yourself. So it's only yourself that you can make better in situations and, yeah, try and move through pain. But I, I see pain as a, it's probably weird, but I see pain now as a good thing. I think I needed the shake-up to right. be where I'm going now. Yeah. yeah. Well, I suppose in a way, I mean, you, you say you write from your own experiences as every artist does, but I also am hearing and, and you talking about the creative process that, that that art is a way for you to help to help you understand other people as well, to understand their actions at least. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I think the more that I dive into actually sitting there and reading other artists lyrics to their songs um like everyone's life experiences are so different but emotionally we all relate on the same level and stuff like that so it's nice to be able to see how they can get what they feel and that out and it just makes me go well maybe I can do it like this a bit better (laughs) it's exciting I just like it so much now I'd, I'd love to know when you started as a singer because you have such a lovely singing voice and uh and an emotional singing voice obviously when you record songs you're able to connect to the emotions you had when the songs were written or when you're experiencing what you were documenting in the song so when when did your singing life begin my singing life I started when I was really little um like singing in my auntie's bands and stuff like that or grabbing the microphone when I was really really little um, I wouldn't get off their lap and then I'd be fighting them for the microphone. But um, I went to like many festivals with my mom and stuff like that when I was in my uh, pre like early teens. Um, and we went to like Tamworth and all over this place and, and I competed in some country music festivals and stuff then. And then I um, I left school and I kind of just gave it up. Um, I didn't pursue it anymore. I didn't really believe in myself enough anymore, and I had a lot going on, and, um, yeah, it just went to the wayside until about I started doing uh, one of the parents in town actually came up to me and said, um, I'll never forget, she said, can you teach my daughter how to sing and play guitar? And I was like, oh. I don't know, like I'm not qualified. (laughs) 
And she's like, but you're good, Caitlin, because I used to still play at the local show um, and I still do now. They get me every, every year, God bless them. Um, so it's like when she asked me that, I took her daughter on and then more children wanted more lessons. So they just kept coming in and then I was like, hang on, you know, some of these kids are getting really good and I've got to try and, you know, up my game now to stay above that I can keep inspiring them to be better. Right. That kind of lifted me again back into it Um, and then doing more gigs and mum kept pushing me to apply for the academy Mm -hmm. in 2020 Um, and I was like, oh, I don't know, I'm not that good mum. Like look at all them people, talented people. And I just felt out of place for so long Um, and then when I got in, I was a bit shocked. But then when I got there and met everyone and seen how humble everyone was and encouraging, I was like, actually, this is where I belong. Right. Yeah. So I started again and I've really started to push myself. I think the next 12 months for me, um, well, the next two years really, I'm going to I have some pretty big plans that I want to, you know, go to Nashville and stuff like that and really hammer my career for the first time in my life. Right. Well, it sounds like you have everything in place. I love the idea of you playing in your auntie's bands. So obviously oh, yeah. auntie had more than one band. Um, yeah, so my mum and all the sisters, she's got heaps of sisters, so and the same auntie was in this one band, but that was the one I used to steal the microphone off when I was really little. Yeah. But then, um, um, that so they like separated a bit. Mum had her band, then, and then my auntie had her band. My uncle and my auntie and a few others in town. They had like a rock band. So, um, I did a bit in there, like backup stuff. And I'm singing this one song, Pink. Who knew? But I still wasn't really comfortable. All the time I still didn't feel like I could um, accomplish anything or remember lyrics. I had a bit of like PTSD with the trauma I went through with the kid's dad and stuff like that, Um, even though we're in a better place now, which is good for the kids. But uh, like back then it really did affect me to try and retain information. So I was always very frightened to get back on stage because I couldn't remember lyrics. Right. and chords at the same time. So I used to just sit and sing. Right. Um, and now I'm just like, no, I will stand. <laughs> and, I'll, you know, I have a goal set that, that by the end of the year I'll have 30 songs in my head that I know back to back because sometimes my mind still just disappears and goes blank. Um, but it, I notice it's getting better. So it's like a, I'm really trying to get that fixed which yeah is- you're you're training you're training the the muscles all yeah, over the place yeah, brain muscle, muscle, muscle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I guess that's what it is isn't it it's training the muscle memory so that when you get on stage you don't have to consciously try to remember because you might get nervous and you might forget if that happens yeah I'm getting more relaxed now and I, I noticed like I used to really really stress out about oh no that person knows I'm saying the wrong lyric yeah. when now I'm just like oh well and I just keep singing. <laughs> Sometimes I'll see someone in the audience and I'll be playing along and they'll like smile and wave and then I'll be like, oh, oh, it's good as play. <laughs> it must be like a part of um a little bit of ADHD, I think. 
uh, where you, your mind just jumps around. So it's really you've got to try and focus on, you know, the one thing at the time and still put on a performance. But mm-hmm. it's like I can now sometimes look at people and smile and keep going. So it's getting better. All right, there you go. Yeah. So you talked about the plans you have. Um, do you have some more songs recorded or you're planning to record some singles? Uh, yes, I'm going for like um, I'm going to apply for a couple of grants. Mm-hmm. Um, I find the money things the hardest is to try, and, um, you know, as a single mum, pay a mortgage and work have about four jobs mm-hmm. and still be able to afford to do the music. Um mm-hmm. uh, because of the travel and stuff like that. But I think if I can get a couple of grants, it'll I'll be able to record more. Like I have enough to do a single every now and then, but I'd like, like I have a lot of songs ready. Right. So it's good to get a fair few of them out at once Yeah, um, and keep doing that. But, yeah, I don't know. I'll have to see. Hopefully I get a grant. <laughs> Well, and also just a good use of your time to record a few at once because, as you said, you have children, you you have several jobs, you you have a fitness business, I discovered, so yeah. you, know, you do have a bit to do. Yeah, yeah, just a bit. Um, I also run, like, a care support. Um, the work is for my brother and he, he has, like, you know, he's in his wheelchair, so I help with that. Um, I clean a split shift at the local school. Right. Up by four thirty every morning, but I'm home by seven forty-five, and then I get the kids ready, breakfast, and then school, and then I come and do my fitness and right. stick in the middle of the day, and then back to school, and then fitness in the afternoon. So sometimes it's like it's a lot, but it's going to be worth it because I want to really. Um, hopefully, I can get to a place where I can do music full time. That's the goal at the moment. Well, you certainly have have the songs for it already and the voice um, and the presence, I think, um, just from, from listening to the songs you have. So I certainly hope you record those songs, that you get those grants and record those songs. <laughs> um, I have a really good one that I wrote at the muster this year. Um, it, it, I think it would be the next single. It's, it's a really exciting one. We're debating over the name of it, but <laughs> I think, yeah, I think I'll win. Let's, <laughs> well, let's hope that's we'll the be watching this later, and I'll be like, mm, I've got to win because it's yeah, I'm putting it out. <laughs> well, I well, let's hope that's a new single, and I'll get to talk to you about it then. I'm going to wrap this one up for now, but it has been so interesting to talk to you, Caitlin. Um, thank you very much for your time. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks for listening to the Sunburnt Country Music Podcast. For more Australian country music interviews and reviews and other things, go to sunburntcountrymusic.com or to Sunburnt Country Music on Instagram, Facebook and TikTok.